unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. And I'm like, even though I'm adult now and it, it has been many years and I've moved on past it and I've accepted that it's happened and I'm, I'm better now, I still have moments where I'm like, man, that was awful. Like that sucked, you know, and I'm still sad about it every once in a while. And that's when I think it's important to just realize that it's not that easy to get over something like that, you know, and it's okay to feel the emotions that you're feeling. It's okay to just be sad. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Saints Unscripted. We've got Alex Lynn with us today. Hello. And we are very excited to have Alex with us. Uh, but the topic we're going to be covering is uh, maybe not maybe not the funnest, but it's yeah. an important one. Yeah. So uh, let's just jump right in. Okay, so we're talking about divorce, obviously, as you've seen from the title of the video. Um, I don't personally have a ton of experience with divorce, so I'm really looking forward to just listening to your experience with it and learning from you. Um, but maybe before we get into it, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, what your life is like right now, and then we'll jump right in. Cool? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. My life right now is pretty awesome because it's life. So I'm in school. I'm a student. I am studying sign language. Um, I'm married, and my husband is also in school. He's studying psychology, and we're both just living in Provo and just living it up. You know? My family, my wife and I are friends of the Lynns. Not as good of friends as we would like to be because we moved out of the area. But uh, yeah, Alex and Austin are pretty cool. Good, good people. Thanks. Good people. So, okay. So I don't know much about your background though. Um, from talking before we started filming. So you, your, your parents were, um, their, their, their divorce was a, a, a kind of a process, right? They mm -hmm. separated first yes, and then were later divorced. Tell me about um, what that was like for you. Uh, walk me through the process. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I was in high school at the time. I think I was like, I think I was a senior is what it was. And so at that time, my parents had just separated and my dad had moved out and it was kind of like that for quite a while. And so I had graduated high school and had moved out with all of that being, you know, just separated, but the divorce wasn't quite finalized at that time. And so it was, it was kind of painful knowing that my parents were still technically married, even though they were like not together, if that yeah. makes sense. And so that was kind of a hard thing. Was, was it a surprise to you when they separated or yes. was it kind of like uh, they don't really get along so not super surprising no it was actually a huge surprise like nobody saw it coming at all like it was you just i was reading some of your your feedback in our our outline and you kind of mentioned that you you thought you kind of had the ideal family mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and that was kind of shattered yeah like. yeah it was it was kind of it, it did kind of feel like the ideal family just because you know i it was just mom and dad happily married and then like your kids and then you're just kind of going through life and whatnot and and i remember people telling me like oh your parents are so cool and if anybody can do it it's them you know and just all this stuff and i was like oh cool so like my parents have this great marriage, you know, and, and that's kind of what everybody thought. And so then when the separation happened, it was 
like totally blindsided, you know, it was like a hit in the face. It was like, wait a second, what, what's happening right now? You know? And so it was, it was a total shock to everybody around. How many siblings do you have? I have three. Three, three, so four kids total. Yes. And, and was that kind of, it was just a shock to all four of you. Mm -hmm. How did you cope? How, what did you, how did you react to when that, when that happened? So for a while, I felt like I really wasn't coping. You know, it was, it was like a, like I said, totally blindsided. I was just kind of living life at that time, just all this craziness just happening. And at the time I was in therapy because I had also learned about some mental illnesses that I had had at the time. And so I was in therapy and I kind of talked with my therapist about it a little bit, but I was mainly there for like my mental illness stuff. And so that was probably the biggest way that I had to like get over it. But at the time, you know, I can't, I can't really think of anything that I had that was personally helping me because, mm. you know, if you think about it, I was a teenager and teenagers and kids aren't going to ask for help most of the time because they don't, they don't really know how, you know, mm. and it's it kind of, they don't really know who to go to. They don't really know how to ask for help. They don't even really know what exactly they need. Mm. And so that was kind of, me, you know, I mean, I've, I of course had my family, like we're all going through it together. And so we like helped each other, but for the most part, I, I was kind of just not really sure what to do. And hmm. so the, the, I, I would say that the best way I was able to kind of get through it was when I moved out, I had graduated high school, I moved out and I moved here to Utah and my sister was living out here. And so it was nice to just kind of be away from it and to just kind of be with my sister and talk about it with her and everything. That was, that's probably the, the best way I was able to kind of get through it. What made that the best way to get through it? Well, because at the time I was, you know, I was just with my mom and only really hearing one side of things, you know, mm. I wasn't really hearing the whole story and not to say that that was like bad or anything, because, you know, when you're only with your mom, you're not going to hear your dad's side of the story because, mm -hmm. you you know, and so it was kind of hard to just kind of know what was going on. And so being away and kind of looking at the whole picture from a whole was kind of like, OK, I, I, you know, maybe there are two sides to the story. And, and I like I said, I had I was living like away from my family. And so I was kind of becoming an adult and was kind of realizing, OK, there's. I can handle this a little bit better now that I am away and I can hear my sister's perspective and, and the both of us just kind of got through it together like yeah. that. It's interesting because like when you're a kid, you don't really, you don't really comprehend or understand what's like to be like an adult, yeah. a functioning yeah. adult. You just kind of like trust your parents to like take care of everything. Totally. But then when you get older, you kind of realize, yep. oh, you know, maybe it's not maybe being an adult isn't all it's yeah. cracked up to be and I don't know how my parents handled it so well you know yeah um you had mentioned so we've had a couple of we've done a couple other episodes on divorce mm -hmm. um but they've been mostly about fairly recent divorces like mm -hmm. somebody's parents got divorced and then we bring them on the show type of thing or, or we've had them on the show um but your parents um they were separated and then several years or a few years passed and then they got divorced mm -hmm. and it's been a few years since then mm -hmm. right um it brings to mind the 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 old adage <laughs> time heals all wounds mm -hmm. is it true or not true how looking back on the years that have passed where are you at 
Oh, well, that's a great question. Just because, yes, time did kind of heal my wounds in that way. But at the same time, things still come up. Things still happen where it kind of, I kind of have to go back and relive that pain. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, even though I'm adult now and it, it has been many years and I've moved on past it and I've accepted that it's happened and I'm, I'm better now, I still have moments where I'm like, man, that was awful. Like that sucked, you know, and I'm still sad about it every once in a while. And that's when I think it's important to just realize that it's not that easy to get over something like that, you know, and it's okay to feel the emotions that you're feeling. It's okay to just be sad and just, you know, cause you're grieving. Those are like natural human emotions. And so every time that happens, I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm sad right now. And I just allow myself to get through that emotion and then I'm able to get over that and then continue life like normal. So if that answers your question. Yeah, I think that's, <laughs> a, that's super important cause I think there's this paradigm in the world that it's not okay to, to grieve, you know? Yeah, totally. And that's not the case at all. Um, through this process, so you're married now. Mm -hmm. Your husband's great, Austin. <laughs> um, was it hard to was it hard to make that step yourself, knowing that your parents didn't didn't quite succeed through that? Yeah, yeah, it was it was really hard. I, I guess mean, I got to rephrase that because yeah. your parents didn't fail, obviously. Right, like right. you have a great family and yeah. whatnot. Um, but I imagine it would be really hard to make that step of marriage knowing that, you know, your parents had just been divorced. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was that like? Yeah. So that was, that was hard because, well, first of all, I had always wanted to get married. Like my whole life, I, I knew that I wanted to get married. I knew that's what God wanted from me. And I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And so that like you know, was, was bigger than the fear that I had. So that didn't stop me from getting married, but that fear definitely was still there. I, I was kind of going into the marriage wondering like, well, man, what if this seems like this perfectly ideal marriage? And then it just like falls apart. What if, what if my husband wakes up one day and decides he doesn't love me anymore? What if I wake up one day and I want to leave him, you know, like in all these different thoughts were going through my head where I was just like, what if that does happen? Because it was so random for my parents to have that happen. What if it just randomly happened for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So I definitely was very scared. But at the time after we had gotten engaged and we were talking with uh, our bishop and he was like doing interviews with us um, before we got married, he had asked me that that same question. He was like, how are you feeling right now? And I was like, well, to be honest, I'm a little nervous. And I opened up to him and, and he told me like, you know what? You can't go into your marriage thinking that hmm. you you need to be confident and you are both very good people and i have faith that you guys will be just fine and i was like okay I, I needed to be told that you know so that that was really nice and my husband knew that i was scared and so he was patient and like he understood and and he helped me through it but that's it reminds me of when I was a kid, I was a super anxious kid, high anxiety, just worried about uh, my, my dad tells me that I, I, I had the emotional maturity of a child, but my brain was operating like an adult. Okay. And so I was worried about all these like adult things, but I didn't know how to cope with them emotionally. Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't get it. And so I was just stressed out constantly. And, um, 
one thing and, and a lot of those things were what ifs right like you yes. were saying like what if this happens what if this happens something that that helped me was just the thought i don't remember where i read it or who told me or whatever but the concept was you're hanging on to the edge of a cliff mm-hmm. you're not going to fall unless you let go so don't let go you yeah. know and that, that, that i don't know if this you know applies in, in your situation but when I think about what ifs, you know, what if one day this randomly divorce comes up in, in, mm-hmm. as a topic in my marriage? Well, you're not going to get divorced if you don't choose to, you know, like mm-hmm. you're not going to fall off the cliff unless you let go. And yeah. of course, that is a two way street and it right. applies to both people in that marriage. It takes effort, it takes work. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, that's a tangent that just helped <laughs> me with my my stress and anxiety as, yeah. as a child. No, but, I love that. Okay, so I feel like um, every relationship is different, every divorce is different, mm-hmm. uh, every situation is different. For you, what are some of the, the, I'm assuming that there are significant things that you've learned along this this path, um, especially now that you are married. Can you tell us about kind of your experience and what this experience in your life has taught you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things that I learned when it comes to relationships, whether you're married or you just have a good friend or, you know, just whatever is communication. Mm. I think that that is probably the biggest thing that I learned because not to like, you know, sit here and blame my parents like, oh, they were bad, whatever. But like, I noticed after I had moved out and was starting to like grow up and learn about myself, I realized that we weren't like super communicators you know we didn't really like share a ton of things that were like going on in our lives we didn't like talk about things together and that and you know that's not a huge deal just because everybody's family is different but I learned from that experience realizing I need to be better at communicating I need to be able to tell my husband how I'm feeling I need to be able to tell him you know what that didn't really make me happy when you did that let's you know and and let's kind of talk about this together and and just the whole idea of just expressing your feelings and how you feel about something and getting through things together is probably mm-hmm. the biggest thing that, that I learned going into my marriage. So you're a Latter-day Saint. Mm-hmm. It's a Latter-day Saint show. Surprise. <laughs> um, we emphasize families hugely. Eternal mm-hmm. families. Families sealed together after, after death, right? Mm-hmm. Has that been comforting to you or a challenge or both? And why? That's a loaded question. (laughs) But does that make sense? Yeah. So that at the very beginning, I wondered so much. I was like, okay, wait a second. Like, we're all sealed together. I'm sealed to my parents, but they're not sealed to each other anymore. Like, how is this going to work? You know, and I, I had so many questions and I was wondering about it so much. And I just remember, I think it was actually when my husband and I were engaged and we were in that singles ward that we had met where I had asked somebody like the second counselor in the bishopric or something. I can't remember, but, um, I, there we had a, a lesson that was similar to that. And so after class, I asked them and I was like, I, I don't know that you have an answer for this, but both of my parents, my parents are divorced. I'm sealed to them, but they're not sealed to each other. How on earth is that supposed to work? And they were just kind of like, you know, 
that's up to the Lord. And, and they just kind of told me like, that's something that the Lord will take care of. That's something you don't even need to worry about. And it, it hit me. I was like, that is so true. Like there's nothing that I can do or even need to do because our mortal minds don't understand how that kind of arrangement is going to work in, in heaven. And so hearing that, it was like, you know what? Yeah, that that is completely God's, that's what he is, he's going to take care of that. And he understands how that's going to work. And he is going to make sure that I get my eternal family, even though I don't know how it's going to work. You know what I mean? So it was basically just like putting my whole faith in the Lord and just realizing like, you know what? He's going to take care of it. I'm going to be okay. I think that's a fantastic answer, uh, especially from your, your your bishopric, because I think a lot of times in our faith, we like to have all the answers, mm-hmm. you know, and we don't have all the answers. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'd say that we have all the answers that in the end really truly matter. We have the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have the plan of salvation and right. whatnot, but we don't know all the details of, of the plan of salvation. We yeah. don't know what an eternal family is going to look like after this life. We just know yeah. it's it's possible. We don't know the details. Um, so becoming comfortable with some of that ambiguity, I think is a, is a healthy thing. So last question, there are a lot of people out there, uh, a lot of viewers of our show probably that are going through, uh, what you've been through. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for them? What, what tips can you give them to, to make that process a little bit easier? Oh, let's see. Um, I think the biggest piece of advice for For anybody who is maybe like a child of divorced parents is realize that it is not your fault that this happened. And I know that sounds kind of typical answer, but I realized, I thought to myself, is there something that I could possibly do to change this? And I, after a while, you know, somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody had told me like, you know what, your parents have their agency. And I realized you're right. They they have agency. They, they're going to do what they're going to do in the end. And it isn't my fault because I didn't do those things that I thought I could have done. And, and I, I had to stop blaming myself at that moment and realize, you know what, this was going to happen. And it's, it's sucks. It's not good. And I'm not happy about it, but it's not my fault. All I can do is just be there for my parents, be there for my siblings and just, you know, do the best that I can to, to get through this. Um, I, another huge piece of advice I'd give people is kind of like we were saying earlier, allow yourself to grieve. This is not a, a good situation to be in. And so you're going to feel sad, you know, it's, and that's okay. Yeah. It's okay to feel sad. There's a reason why we have these emotions. And as humans, we can't be happy all the time. Just as long as you're not letting your sadness control you day to day, allow yourself to grieve, allow yourself time to heal and, and cry and just realize that, you know what, this is, this isn't an ideal situation and just let yourself get through this. Um, those are probably the biggest things I would have to say. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, any final thoughts? Anything else you wanted to say before we wrap this up? If you are going through something like divorce or maybe a death in the family or, you know, maybe just mental health issues, just, you know, anything of the sort, to realize that there's nothing wrong with you. There is, you are not any less worthy of God's love. And 
just because right now it feels like maybe your life is falling apart, it it's not going to stay that way. Things will get better. I used to think, how is this ever going to get better? This is like the worst thing ever. How am I ever going to feel happy again? And I, like I said, I allowed myself to grieve. And I, years later, I, I realized, you know what? <laughs> Every, it, things are going to get better. Things are going to be okay. And you will be happy again. Perfect. I can't add anything to that, <laughs> any, anything better. So that, that was magnificent. Thank you, Alex, for sharing your experiences yeah, with us. Thank you. Um, if people have questions for you, is it okay if they leave them in the comments section? Yeah, absolutely. This That'd will be, great. be on uh, YouTube and probably at some point on Facebook. So if you have questions for Alex, leave those in the comments section. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you haven't. And have a good one. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.